0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things uh, sports, ladies and gentlemen. As the, it's, it's about... About to be six p.m. Um, about to be six p.m. Doing the podcast on a Friday, basically night. Um, at least that's when I should post it. Um. <sighs> so yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of things. Um, going on. A lot of things going on. There's a. Oh man, I I <laughs> you know, sports, sports time, baby, the sports time. Uh I'm talking about that though. Um there's so uh, many wrestling fans listening to the listening to the sports podcast today. Um so I went to go see AEW um Dynamite and Rampage. I seen that uh Wednesday me and my wife we uh we got there like in 2 hours and a half before the start time of the show so we got we got to our hotel and we just uh you know we were getting ready you know doing everything we needed to do to be ready for the show and we got we got there on time um excuse me i thought it was, it was a great show had a lot of fun had a lot of fucking fun um so here was the deal. Even this is information for some people that aren't wrestling fans, but would love to go or like to go to one of these events. Um, so the deal is AEW Dark, right? So doors open that they they open at six. The shows start at seven. So AEW Dark started was that slated for 7. I did not know that. I thought it was Rampage 7 and then 8 to 10 was going to be Dynamite. But no, that was uh that wasn't the case. AEW Dark was for um was for 7. AEW Dynamite was from 8 to 10 and then AEW Rampage was from 10 to 11. Got out of there, got out of there. There was only like one piece of spot open and um and it was very hard to find parking. That was very hard to find parking and then we me and my wife we got went to get something to eat and that was a hassle as well. So don't get me started on that people. <laughs> don't get me started on that. Um so so you know finally found parking, right? But then her purse was too big so I had to go back, take I had to walk. like I at least walked from the parking at least four times, and it, you know, basically, probably did, like, fucking ten miles, you know? <laughs> Covered ten miles, and then four times. Um, but overall, though, and then they had, like, oh, they did have a hill, I was like, motherfucker, like, right before the arena, get into the arena, there's, like, this fucking hill, and I was like, you son of a bitch, and then I, one of, one of the things that made it worse, I forgot my belt. I forgot my belt, people. So, <laughs> me trying to fucking walk up the the fucking hill, or just walk anywhere, at, you know, and by the end of the night, it just kept getting worse with my with my pants situation, but then we finally got to the car, and I was like, whew, but you know, like, my, oh my god, that was just, it was embarrassing, it was like, dude, like, why can't, you guys were, like, I forgot my belt, so I'm like, alright, I have no other choice. I don't have a t- I don't have time to make a stop at Walmart or one of these or one of these stores real quick. No, I, I gotta go with what I have. So I, I go with Nobel and um the sucky thing about that was when it when it came to Nobel that um when like I said, by the end of the show my pants just kept falling and falling. But by the time we got to the car, you know, pants ain't falling no more. I felt pretty good. <laughs> I felt pretty good, people. But no, it was it was, it was, was great. It was a great night. Like I said, there was only one pizza spot by the time we got out. It took about 15 minutes just to get out of our parking spot. But once we got out of our parking spot, it took probably like two or three, maybe five minutes to get out of the whole garage. Um, and then we went to go get some fucking pizza. We got some pizza. There was only like one spot open until 2 a.m. So I went there, well, we went there, we got pizza, um, took it back to the hotel, ate pizza, watched, I don't know if you guys heard of the, um, the show called SWAT, you know, we've been hooked on that, so that's what we were watching most of the night, um, and then, you know, we are like, alright, well, it's time for bed, let's let's go get some, uh, you know, the hotel was giving out, they give, uh, they make breakfast and all that good shit, so, that's what we did, We we fucking... We we got some good breakfast and uh we're on our fucking way. We're on our way. We got back we got back to Ohio like around it was almost one o'clock. So like I said, the drive is only like an hour and thirty minutes, so or no no to Pittsburgh is like an hour and fifteen minutes. So it's not that bad. It's not that bad. So it was pretty good. It was pretty good. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed it very much. Um now the now the sports people. Oh man. Good old sports uh man um I know you're probably wondering why well, wow why didn't you come on like oh it's the it's draft you know no one it's Friday it's not draft and two i'm i mis miscalculated the dates the the n f l draft ladies and gentlemen is um n f l draft is uh this upcoming Thursday, I thought for some reason, for some, it might have been the event I was going to, I just thought, yeah, the draft is Thursday, no, people, it's not, the draft, it's not officially this Thursday, after the draft, I'll be taking my, my little vacation, but, <laughs> um, it, it was kind of a disappointment for me, you know, um, I'm like, damn, dude, no fucking draft, you know, um, but, yeah, man, fuck, so, I got, after this episode, I have three more to do, um, I have one wrestling to do, one sport, and another wrestling, and then, ladies and gentlemen, I'm on vacation for a month, I'm on vacation for a month, people, and, and, and to be real with you guys, I can't wait, like, being, being so sincere with you guys, I cannot wait, to To go on vacation, I can't, man. Uh, like really, spend quality time with family. It's it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be beautiful. Um, as we're nearing towards three hundred episodes of the podcast, that was the one thing. I'm not gonna tell, I'm not gonna tell you a word. Well, once we get to two ninety nine, I'll let you guys know. But uh, when um. I when I um kind of like was was looking at everything and and I'm like all right so we have situations right and I'm like well I thought I only had to do like one more podcast and then I was going on vacation now I got to do four <laughs> you know um so with that being said it was just like okay so this is where we're at with this. All right, well, like I said, I had a mock draft and everything ready. Well, now I don't have to present it till next week, which which is perfectly fine. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with waiting till next week to give you guys the first round mock draft and the Eagles mock draft as well. I, I have no problem with that. The, the more I wait, the better, to be honest, you know, because um, it's the NFL draft. It's, It's one of the best things. That has ever been invented is the draft. Whether it's NFL, National Hockey League, Major League Baseball, NBA. Uh, my favorite one is the NFL. Um, I truly, I I don't know. There's something about the NFL draft that does not seem too complicated. And don't get me wrong, the the um, the NBA draft doesn't seem like that as well. But, like, literally every pick counts. Because one pick can absolutely determine where you're going to go. Like, if like if Jaguars have the number one pick and instead of drafting Hutchinson, they go after uh, the safety. Like, you're like, whoa, this changes everything. What are the Lions going to do now, right? Um... So, it, it definitely, uh, changes the way people, uh, look at things and stuff, especially the, the guy, all 32 teams, like, their management, their owners, their, their, you know, the guy that's in charge, right? You got, you, we don't know what they what they're thinking, but they know what they're fucking thinking. You know, they always have a plan B, a backup plan. So, it's definitely interesting. And then you got people making calls, trying to get trades, or, or um or get or get traded so you know the the draft is is a wild night it's it's a definitely a wild night and um i for some reason when i when i look at these situations that happen i i i i, I just don't know what to expect. I'm being real with you guys. I don't know what to expect. At all. At all. Don't know what to expect, but you know what? It It's all worth it. It's all worth it. Um, oh, man. But me, I can't wait for the draft. Um... I, man, um, this is a difficult one. This is a difficult one. Because, you know, Philadelphia Eagles last year with their draft, they exceeded expectations. This year, they got two first-round picks, people, which, you know, I try to leave this for the end of the show, but it's always hard because, you know, man, it's just the excitement. The excitement, people. But, yeah, we're going to get into that later. Um, Jay Wright, he uh, he announces his retirement head coach of Villanova, has decided to retire. Um, this one hurt. <laughs> i I seen this announcement uh, after I left the show Wednesday night. Um, you know, we're in the car. I'm seeing all the notifications I've gotten and stuff like that. And then I fucking... I see his fucking... Jay Wright, has the head coach of Villanova, has announced his retirement. It's like, wait, what? You know, like, it's, it's a shocking <laughs> moment. It's a shocking moment. I'll say that. I'll say that. Um, Yeah, uh, Tyson Fury. Well, let's talk about the other Fury. Um, I'm sorry, not the other Fury. The, the other Tyson. Uh, Mike Tyson, he, uh... Beat the shit out of somebody on an airplane. The dude, I've seen videos like the dude. He kept, you know, act ag- act ag- like just being aggravating and bothering Mike Tyson, and then Mike, you know, took it into his own hands. Um, you know, you you kind of never want to see this happen, but at some point, people, you know, they gotta get the message, of, like. Dude, leave him alone. Um but yeah, Tyson Fury's gonna fight this weekend. He uh returns home to face Dylan White. Tyson Fury says this is his last fight that he'll never come back. Um I mean he's he's had he's had success when it comes to, you know, the bo- boxing. Um, they fight Saturday at two p.m. Eastern on ESPN plus pay per view. Um, you know, I this one's tough. You know, but I don't. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I know. If you're I know for sure Fury's gonna win. I know that for a fact. But I don't know if I can actually say, like, Tyson Fury will never get back into a boxing ring. You know, there's been reports of him going to UFC and stuff like that. Maybe that, maybe that happens. Um, but I, I don't know if I can say he'll never come back you know, um, I just, I don't know, but, um, it's great, you know, um, I think it's great for him, um, that he, uh, You know, if this is really what he wants, you know, he just, you know, says, you know what, I'm done. You know, fuck what everybody else thinks, man. If, if, I look at it like if you've done enough, and you felt like you've done enough, it doesn't matter what other people think. If you felt like you've done enough in this world, any profession, and you think it's time to hang it up, hang him up. And you have enough money to do it, saved up and all that. You have businesses aligned and all that. Man. So what, um, call it, call it, call it a career, right, just call it a career, man, so I ain't mad at him, I'm, I'm not, um, just feel like, we do, we definitely do lose a lot of great icons, um, whether it's deaf or whether it's, uh, just, you know, saying, you know, I'm I'ma retire early. I prefer retiring early, than, you know, um, death, obviously, um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, Tyson Fury, I mean, dude, he's, the guy's only 33 years old, like, has ton, he has tons of, of things his way, you know, like, there's so many other things he can do, but, hey, like I like I said, Maybe, um, maybe he decides, you know, um, he wins this, whether, whether he wins or loses, I'm done with boxing, maybe he goes to UFC, right, maybe he goes to WWE, we've seen a, a appearance from him before in the sports, entertainment, wrestling world, so, um, we'll have to see, we'll have, we'll have to see what's next for Tyson Fury, um, maybe he becomes an actor, right, uh, so, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, it's gonna be interesting, it should be interesting, um, so, I told you guys, Jay, Jay, right, he, uh, he retired, um, now, Villanova did put somebody in his place already, (laughs) like, it was, it was quick, like, which I I felt like maybe they should have did a little bit more of a of a coaching search instead of you know I I like I don't care who it is it it could have I, I I don't care who it is like it could have been the president of the United States and I'm no I'm just not I'm not that's not good enough. But uh, Kyle Neptune, that's who the uh, new head coach is. He had a uh, he got introduced today, actually. Um, I mean, hopefully. I mean, for goodness sakes, hopefully, man. Hopefully, he's able to carry the legacy of Jay Wright, whatever the man has taught him, right? And uh, he uses it to his benefits. Um, hopefully, it it will all works out for him. Um, I I truly do hope that. He's able to find success. I hope Wright is able to find happiness in retirement. Um now I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Hopefully this Neptune Sounds like a planet. Find success because uh you're the new head coach on of the Senate team of Villanova basketball. Over the past few years Villanova has been dominant. And uh not only the players, but the fans don't plan on like for you to take a back seat and be like, Yeah, no, you know, uh and we don't wanna hear any words from we don't wanna hear, yeah, no, we're gonna to i I'm trying. this is gonna be a championship city for years to come. And now we don't wanna hear any of that. We wanna see actions. That's what we're going to see. You could still say those things, but until I see actions, that ain't going to mean, mean much to me or the or the fans of Villanova. So, uh, yeah. I mean, for hell's sake, man, make me the head coach. <laughs> you know? No, but... It should be good. Should be good. Um... Uh, a month from tomorrow is the start of the WNBA season, that's right, May 23rd starts the WNBA season, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna make some picks on that, I'm just gonna give you, like I said, I don't break it detail, I started, um, I found out who I picked for the, for National Hockey League, so I'm gonna give you guys that in a little bit, but, um, NBA, I'll break it down. Major League Baseball, NFL, National Hockey League. I just started this year breaking down playoffs and stuff like that. But for WNBA, I'm just going to predict the champions. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be as <laughs> as real as I can be with y'all. I'm going to be as real as I can be with y'all. I think Chicago repeats. Candace Parker's still there. I mean, uh, and if Candace Parker, her first year... What the Chicago Sky was able to win a championship. What do you think she's going to do in her second year? Right? Yeah, she's still with them, okay. I was about to tell that well, I don't see Candace, <laughs> you know. I mean, really, let, let's think about it. She's 35 years of age. Last year, she averaged 13 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 0.7 steals. You know, I, I think she's still dominant in this game. I think... I think how if if they win if they win this year, I think she'd retire. She'd say, "Well, you know, this is it." You know, um, I don't know if that'll be the case necessarily. I don't know if they will, but if if they do, that I think that's great for for the. Uh, I can't even talk right now. For Chicago Sky, I think they would defeat Lynx. I think at the Minnesota Lynx, I think they'll defeat in the finals, um, probably won't go that way, um, I'm interested to see how my, um, LA Sparks do, I'm very, very intrigued to see how they do, um, kind of concerned in the same, same breath, I'm a little concerned for my uh, (laughs) LA Sparks, last year they did not do a good job, um, this year hopefully it's a different story, but, uh, you know, like I said, it's just... You got to take caution with the wind, people. You can't always just dive headfirst in, into a pool while the wind is going 80, 80 miles per hour. You know, sometimes you just got to take baby steps, wait for the wind to cool down a little bit, then then dive into it. So um, I don't see my LA Sparks making a playoffs again this year. Um, things could change. Maybe, you know, the, uh, things just switch up last minute, right, and they, they actually do. Um, I, I would love that. I would, I would hope they make the playoffs. But uh, one of the big, big things was we lost Candace Parker. Ladies and gentlemen, we lost Candace Parker. That was one of our, our, our big downfalls of last year. Felt like the Sparks, not only players but organization, didn't No. how to, how to handle that, they didn't know how to handle it at all, like, it just, they didn't, like, you, when you look, when you look at, at the organization, and, and just the players, their body languages, languages, and everything, it just, it did not seem right for the Sparks last year, um, but as, as a fan of the team, you're obviously gonna have hope, um, and you're going to you're going to wish the best you're going to wish the best for him um UFC UFC Fight Night is tomorrow ladies and gentlemen you have Lamos versus Andrade that's right um a few other key matches up in there but um and then you have another UFC Fight Night um April 30th and then UFC 274 is May 7th um... What a taker. He was... I hope I said his name. I always mess up his name. He was supposed to fight someone. I, I, I can't remember at this exact moment. He was supposed to fight someone. But, um... Okay. I think I see it. He was for, supposed to fight Marvin Vittori. Um... June 11th. And, uh... Been hearing reports that he might be out of that fight. He sustained an injury. um I mean, it's way too early. Like it's only April, but I mean, if it's a, a, a injury that like he's absolutely for, there's a hundred percent chance he won't make it. Okay, I get it. But if that's not the case, like like really, why why are you why are you announcing this? You know. But I'm assuming this, you know, he's out. I'm I'm assuming he's out for good. Now let's see who Vettatori's, uh opponent could be. Um, I don't want to see him versus Adesanya again. I think that would be stupid. I think he he would have to work very very hard and get a lot of very good wins to get a shot at Adasanya again. Um, so. Well, I have to see. Um I forgot who it was. Oh, suppo- so there's some reports going around. UFC has not said anything. But Leon Edwards supposedly has been, uh you know, basically given um, some money for a fight that he was going to have with Usman, I believe, in the summer. They, they've given him, like, money. Basically, like, hey... I know I know we said we were gonna give you this fight, but some there's a bigger matchup that we wanna see that could happen. So we're not gonna have you fight Uzman. Um in case somebody else can fight you, here's some money, you know. Sorry, and we'll try to get you in in the fall or winter. I would assume that's how the conversations went down because from what i'm hearing in the summer they are trying to do Kamaru Usman versus Conor McGregor that's what i'm hearing that's what some of the reports have been nothing has been officially you know kind of like uh yes this is what's happening but this is what are, what people are saying and I, you know i would have to you know somehow some way in some Odd agreement that you have to say, yeah, this could very much be a possibility, you know. Um, it's 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 tough, it, it is, people. It's it's very tough to say what exactly will happen. Um, but if you're gonna tell me in 2022 we're getting Kamaro Usman versus Conor McGregor, I think. I'm 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 giving you all my money, I'm giving you all my money. Um, what I have loved to see, because there was also reports of maybe Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor, I would have loved to see see that first. Um, I absolutely would have loved to uh to to have seen that, you know. Give give us give us. Connor versus McGregor versus Diaz, part three. I, I would love it. I, I think Connor would win. Um, and then maybe December, January, then you do Usman versus McGregor. You get to do Edwards versus Usman, you know. Uh, and maybe that's how they're still going to go. Unless they're just like, you know what? No, we're going to do this now. Uh, and then maybe, let's say. Usman beats McGregor, right? Usman can move on to Edwards, Diaz, McGregor, right? December, January. If nobody gets injured, God forbid. Or if McGregor beats Usman, maybe do McGregor, Edwards, or McGregor and Diaz. And then you can still do Usman and and Edwards. Because Usman's running out of contenders too. Yes, you have a whole bunch of young guys. But let's be real. The only other pe- person that a lot of people thought that could knock off Uzman was fucking, uh, it was either, um, damn it, he just, he just had a hell of a fight a, f- a few weeks back, um, you had Jorge Masvidal, that was, that was one, um, which in my opinion I thought was gonna win, and you had Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns was another one where I'm like, okay, but other than that, nobody has really been able to touch, Kamaro Usman, right? Um, so, and it feels like Usman is like, like Volkanovski, like each fight they have, they, for some odd reason, they just get stronger and stronger. I wouldn't mind seeing Usman versus Volkanovski either. If Vol- Volkanovski would would change weight class and say, "Hey, Usman, let's have a fight, let's fucking do it," I want to see Max Holloway versus Volkanovski one more time before we get there, because I'm not gonna have Volkanovski if I'm if I'm Dana White, I'm not have, I'm not gonna have Volkanovski leave this weight class and Max Holloway said say, "Damn, you ain't never give me another shot." Clearly, I won one out of the one of those fights. That we had, I got cheated out. Give me another opportunity, Dana. I think I could beat Volkanovski, and I think Max Holloway can. If there's anybody, and man, if there's anybody, he he's one of my top three favorites right now in UFC. It's Max Holloway, and I, I tell you what, he if if you need anybody to beat Volkanovski, Max Holloway is that dude. I don't know how I don't I don't know, and I don't care how much Volkanovski has prepared himself mentally, physically, all that. All that means nothing to me, cause at the end of the day, I know Max Holloway is going to bring that work. I know it for sure. Let's move on to hockey. So the here's the thing. Um, so you have Senators Blue Jackets at seven o'clock, Crank in the Wild at eight, Avalanche and Oilers at nine, Capitals and Coyotes at ten thirty. All right, all on ESPN Plus except for Crack in the Wild. They're on and and. Uh, NHL Network. All other ones are on, on ESPN Plus. Now, I, I, I so I pick Golden Knights versus Penguins. I don't think that's going to happen, people. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being so real with you guys right now. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so, cause just because of the standings and everything, um, and for some reason on that podcast, I was blowing smoke out cranking's ass. Like I think they're the worst team in the league right now. They're 26 and 44. All right, they're not the worst team, okay. But uh yeah, they're one of the worst. And I was uh blowing smoke up their fucking ass people. I was just, I was like, "Oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> this is you know um so like the 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 playoffs aren't set yet so i as much as i would love i would love to just you know say all right well this is what i'm going with right um I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I can. You know, um, it's difficult. But, uh... I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Because, like I said... Well, I got something here on their Instagram page. So, the playoffs ended today... The, I mean the Penguins are still would make the playoffs, and the Panthers would too. Um, so it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. But if I if I had to pick, I'm going I'm gonna go with the L.A. Kings. And damn it, I'm I'm gonna say the Tampa Bay Lightning repeat again. Nah, I'm joking, people. Boston Bruins versus L.A. Kings, that's what I'm going with. That's what I'm going with, people. Yes, that's exactly what I'm going with, whether you guys like it or not. <laughs> whether you guys like it or not. Um, but, other than that, I already told you the games. This season's almost done in about a week. Or less than a week, well. Uh no, in a week. April thirtieth. Sunday is the last day. Sorry, I'm looking at the NBA. Well. Wow. Um Friday, April 29th is the last uh day for the regular season for National Hockey League. And then uh they start playoffs, people. They start playoffs. Well, no. Sunday, May first is the last day, because Kraken and Jets have a game to play. Um, but after that people, it's uh, it's playoff time. It's playoff time. So uh I gave you my new picks for playoffs since you know not all the time are, are picks always gonna work out. So you know you gotta adjust them. But um but yeah, yeah. Um few games today, uh at about less than thirty thirty minutes we're gonna have heat and hawks. Just in case I don't get to that in time, because I have to talk about Major League Baseball. Um. So, you know. Yankees and Guardians. Yankees and the Cleveland Guardians play today at 7.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Yankees just uh they won their series against the Tigers. Uh since Tuesday, they've been playing. They beat Tigers to two. Then they beat Tigers five to three, and then yesterday they lost to them three to zero. Um, Miguel Cabrera had a chance to uh, get his uh, number three thousand hit, and Yankees walked him. It ticked off the the Tiger fans and the Tigers organization, but uh, Austin Meadows hit a he had a bloop bloop single that got two men. A uh, single it was a single or a double I can't remember right now. But I got, uh, two men in to make it, uh, 3-0. And, uh, yeah, Yankees were not, they weren't there. They weren't, they weren't there yesterday, so, uh, (laughs) I don't think they showed up. Yankees offense has been a little, uh, disappointing, if, if I will say. It's been disappointing, um, it's hard to watch for me. It's hard to watch for me, uh. At times, I've seen a few games, um, not all of them, though, I haven't been able to watch all of them, but you're not gonna watch all of them in a fucking 162-game season, but, uh, I've seen most of them, you know, and if, you know, it's tight late in the game and I have a chance to watch a game, you know, I'll, I'll click on it, I'll, I'll watch it, but, uh, yeah, Yankees-Guardians, like I said, they play today at 7.05, they're playing in, in, in a, you know, a little less than 30 minutes. Uh, Cardinals and Reds play in about a minute on Apple TV+. Plus. Brewers and Phillies play today. Giants, Nationals, Red Sox, Rays, Rockies and Tigers, their game got postponed. Marlins and Braves, Pirates and Cubs, Blue Jays and Astros, Orioles and Angels, Royals the Mariners, Dodgers, Padres, Mets, Diamondbacks, Rangers, and the Oakland A's. <clears throat> so, that's what we got going on. Um, so, Yankees, they're about they're, the, they're, tonight, they, they go into a series with the Guardians. A three-game series, and then they have a series, with uh, a three-game series with the Orioles. And then, uh, uh, to end the month, they have a, they have a uh, a three game series with the royals so it uh, should be interesting you know not playing a lot of great teams so this is a time where yankees really have to you know put the work in and really say all right you know we're 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 playing against teams that aren't that great whether it's pitching fielding hitting the ball it does not matter you have to exploit their their weaknesses so, um, it should be interesting to see if the Yankees will be able to, um, you know, Red Sox have been off to a slow start, but like I said, man, the Yankees right now are seven to six, so are the Rays, Boston six and seven, There's nothing to worry about, Orioles are four and nine, I mean, nothing to worry about there, They're the, they are the Orioles, and then the Toronto Blue Jays are eight and five, um, so like I said, I can go into the whole um, standings thing because there's only been 12 games played so far in Major League Baseball season. So, uh, but you know, once once we start, you know, start getting towards mid-season and stuff, I gotta I gotta look at those standings, people. Once we hit June, July, August, I gotta start looking at, you know, most likely June, June or July, because August, you know, you only got two th- two three months left of baseball. So in July or maybe towards the end of June, I'll start looking at looking at those standings, people. So, uh, yeah, there was also reports about Yankees. Uh, I guess they were trying to trade Joey Gallo. Uh, you know, a few years ago we heard of, we heard the same thing about them trying to trade Aaron Judge. You know, um, so don't know if if it was true. Um. Now we hear about Joey Gallo. I wish I wish they would trade Aaron Hicks and Glaber Torres, but because uh, <laughs> it seems like they're a little um they are hurting this team defensively and offensively if we're being real. Uh but like I still like I said it's still early in the season. Um the catching the, the, you know the catchers we have, starting backups, whatever you want to call them, Trevino, Trevino he, he, uh Higgy, um, they've been real good. They've been real good. I've been very impressed by them. I like the work they're putting in. Um, something Gary Sanchez hasn't and wasn't able to do. So, um, I've been very impressed by that. Very impressed, and I'm enjoying what I'm seeing from at least the catchers. Um, Garrett Cole the other day, I think in like in the second inning he had like. 46 or 48 pitches he had thrown. It just in that inning. And it was. It was just unbelievable. I'm like what? <laughs> like you don't. You don't see stuff like that. So. But I, I'm i not. Um, I'm not worried about Cole. I'm not. Not at all. Um, I think he'll you know. It's. It's. I think it has to do with like the early early season blues. I I truly do. I truly do. But let's move on um to the NBA playoffs. People, it has been exciting, has been great so far um last night we had Grizzlies defeat Timberwolves 104 95. Timberwolves came back to win that one. They were down big. I think they were down like 26 27 points. So they were down with 26 points. They came back and won it. Um, Carl Anthony Towns had a terrible game. Again, this is like a second terrible game. I know I think one was in the play-in against the Clippers. And then now this one against the Grizzlies. And they were still up by 26. But Carl Anthony Towns didn't show up. And then, you know, his... his uh, you know, we've all seen the reactions from Shaq and Stephen A. Smith of, you know... Him saying what he said in the press conference, you know... I'm just going to go home and drink wine, or next question, or shit. Like, yeah, you, you don't have juice for that, bro. Like, yeah, you're a great... Don't get me wrong. Carl Anthony Townsend is a great fucking star. He is a superstar. Well, no, 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 I'm not going to go... He ain't a superstar. I'm not going to go that far. He's an all-star. He has the tendencies. He has the skills. He has everything to be a superstar in Minnesota. He just, for some odd reason, can't embrace it. He can't fulfill his uh, obligations and his destiny to uh, somehow, some way, just get over the hump. Uh, it's something that has to be done, you know. Like, like when Chuck said he picked the the, grizzly, the Timberwolves over the Grizzlies, I'm like, whoa, really, wow. But like how you've seen the series going, re- really easily, Timberwolves should be up to one. Let's be real. Um, Memphis kind of has gotten lucky. Uh, both are young teams. But like Chuck put, Timberwolves, are, they have more talent on their team. Which I can't agree, I can't argue with, excuse me. So, which is very true. It's very true. They have more talent. But Anthony Towns, he's going to have to step it up, man. I think if he he puts up a solid 15, 20, 25 points, he, uh, the Timberwolves win this game. There's no, there's no way Grizzlies would have came back. No way. So, they're going to they're gonna have to figure something out. Um, Mavericks beat Jazz 126-118, another game that Luka Doncic did not play. This is embarrassing for the Utah Jazz. I'm, I'm going to be real with y'all. If you got Donovan Mitchell, a whole bunch of talented guys off the bench and on that court, Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, you know... The Utah Jazz—they got talent. So do the Dallas Mavericks. Don't get me wrong, but when Luka Doncic is not playing, and the Mavericks are up on the series two to one, and you, you, the Utah Jazz cannot close in a game two, where they could have been up two one right now in the series. It's unbelievable. It's it's unbelievable. It's disgusting. It's, man. I I I just don't. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, people. I just don't. Hopefully, it gets figured out. Because if it doesn't get figured out quick enough, quickly enough, the Utah Jazz are not going to be in the series much longer. Especially once Luca comes back. Um, the Golden State Warriors beat the Denver Nuggets last night, 118 to 113. Golden State leads the series three to zero. Golden State's a very dangerous team right now. This is one of the reasons I picked them. To win the NBA Finals this year. I think I had picked Lakers and, Lakers and Nuggets. To... That was going to be the Finals matchup. We're not going to get that. And even though Nets are in the playing game. I don't have them making it. Very far. I, I, if I'm not incorrect. I picked the Boston Celtics. To... Win first round. Unless Ben Simmons shows up. Which I have good news on that. Um, but... Like I said, people, uh, Warriors and Bucks, uh, which we're going to get into in a little bit as well. So many things have happened over the past week in this playoffs. It has changed the landscape. Um, Warriors, I think Nuggets win the next game. And then Warriors win in game five. They finish the series off. Um, but I, I have to talk about something. So... Denver, Devin Booker is out for two to three weeks. This is a problem for the Phoenix Suns. Because on Tuesday, they lost to the New Orleans Pelicans 125 to 114. Now the series is tied at one apiece. They play tonight. They play tonight. Um, this is a problem for Phoenix. If Denver Devin Booker Devin Booker got injured in this in in game two, so he was out. Brandon Ingram put on a show without Devin Booker. Like you could lose Chris Paul, you could lose DeAndre Ayton. It does not matter. The guy at the end of the day, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, at the end of the day, that the guy that runs that team is Devin Booker. He can. Score fifty with his eyes closed. So this is gonna be a problem for the Phoenix Suns. Like if it was one thing if it would be one thing if this was a Pelicans team that didn't have CJ McCollum, then I have certain guys coming off the bench and fucking contributing a whole lot. No, this is a team that has all of that, and they have a CJ McCollum, they have a rising star. And Brandon Ingram. And could you imagine if if somehow, some way, the Pelicans are able to get Zion Williamson back in this lineup? Like, it would be unbelievable. So the Suns, yes, are in trouble. It might be a little karma of what happened last year when they were making fun of the Lakers. Because they were all injured. They were injured. And the Suns beat them in the first round. So this might be some of a little, you know, payback karma type thing. So it ain't looking good for the Suns, but we'll see what happens tonight. Another one is another one is the Bucks. Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton, he is injured. I think they said okay. Woj says Middleton is expected to be out for two weeks. The first round will now be will will not be played anymore. I think this gives the Chicago Bulls leverage. I'm not giving, like, I'm not saying, you know, Giannis is still a freak at the end of the day. Absolutely. No doubt about it. But I think if you're looking at Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton, right now I want Chris Middleton. And here's the reason why. Chris Middleton is that dude. Like, Drew Holiday, you know, he's been a little bit all over the league. Chris Middleton hasn't. Like, Chris Middleton can still give you what most can't in this league. And now with him gone, that's going to be a problem for the Milwaukee Bucks. Not only is it going to be a problem offensively, but defensively, because I believe Chris Middleton was guarding Demar Derozan. Now, yes, you could put Drew Holiday on Demar, but then who's going to be guarding Zach Levine? Yeah, you, you understand what I'm saying. Like, don't forget, they still got Vucevic, they still got Zach Levine, they still got DeMar DeRozan, yes, Lonzo ain't there, but just imagine if the Chicago Bulls had Lonzo Ball with them. Like, it, it it's unbelievable. So, I mean, the last game, I didn't get to see it because I was at the event, but DeMar had 41 points, he was going off, um, really a great game from him, um. Vucevic had 24 points, 13 rebounds, uh, and, and Zach Levine had 20 points. So I, I need to see more of that from from those three. If they could, if the Chicago, if the Chicago Bulls depend on the Rosen, Vucevic, Zach Levine, and then you have other guys like maybe Kobe White, uh, Pat Williams, um, Caruso, you know Derrick Jones Jr. If other guy eight. Um those the sumo if you got have those guys role players guys coming off the bench or just not even maybe not role players starters in the NBA today, but they can't because this Bulls team is so stacked with talent. If they can contribute in certain ways, the Chicago Bulls can eliminate the Bucks in the first round. No doubt no doubt in my mind. So Middleton, yes, is gonna miss the remainder of the first round series with with Chicago it's like i said it's going to be very interesting and he might miss some of the sec- second round series if the bucks is, bucks advance that's if like i said i think chicago has the leverage now this is a leverage that's very very scary for the Milwaukee bucks um so, yeah, we should, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, But, like I said, I think Pelicans, if Pelicans don't win the this, this series, I think this could easily now go to six, seven games. Like, this isn't as easy for the for the Suns as, as it was before. And now not only is it not easy for the Suns without Devin Booker, now they're in New Orleans now. They're in New Orleans. <sighs> we shall see, people. We shall see another thing Chicago should continue to do if they want to beat the Bucks. now that they're in Chicago tonight is... Continue to get Giannis in foul trouble, and uh, build a wall. When when a shot goes up from from somebody that's not Giannis, build the wall, get the rebound. Don't let don't let him get putbacks. Do not let him get putbacks. You cannot. And continue, just continue to make. Giannis make mistakes because that was Giannis and Drew Holiday, and just like the Bulls, they have a lot of role players, a lot of caliber NBA starters on this team. You you got to watch out for those type of guys because they, they can they can hurt you. They, it just takes one NBA playoff hero, just one. So you got to be prepared for that. And I know Billy Donovan is hell of a coach. Happy he's on offside. So that that's at eight thirty p.m. on ESP on not ESPN, uh, ABC. Um, Heat Hawks, that's at 7 p.m. on ESPN, I believe, uh, I believe Hawks win this game. I think Hawks gotta win one game, right? I'm, I'm gonna give Hawks at least one game, Heat win the rest. And then Suns and Pelicans at 9.30, I believe Pelicans win this game on ESPN. So, yeah. Um, what else do we have? Uh, yeah, let me let me tell you guys how how it's going. How the all all series are going right now? Let me uh give y'all some knowledge. So right now we have. Hold on, give me one second as I find this. Um, okay, so Suns and Pelicans are are they're tied at one. They play tonight. Dallas leads Utah 2-1. Golden State leads uh, Denver 3-0. Memphis leads Timberwolves 2-1. Heat lead uh, the Hawks 2-0. Sixers lead Raptors 3-0. I don't think Raptors win a game in this series. I think Sixers sweep the Raptors. No doubt. Even though Embiid, uh, I think he has a fractured thumb. But he plans to play, continue to play with it. Um, And then you have... Bucks and Bulls are tied at one apiece, and then the Celtics lead uh, lead the Nets two to zero. Here's my thing with the Celtics. The Celtics are winning this series. with Ben Simmons returning or not? Ben Simmons is supposedly going to be going to be returning for Game Four of this series, and I'm I'm gonna tell you this, guys. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Nets better hope they bring their game, because if they go down three up, they're in trouble they they're not coming back from a 3-0 deficit. Best thing for the next Nets would would to be this goes to seven games by Nets winning on Saturday making it Boston leads 2-1 and then next time they play which will be on Monday when you get Ben Simmons back, you tie up the series and you see where you go from there. But if this if this were to go Celtics up 3-0 in this series, Nets win one or two more games and that's it. Game over. Forget about it. No need to no need to instruct anything else. I'm being real as I can about it. KD has not shown up in these NBA playoffs. Not one bit. Kyrie has been putting in that work, flipping off the fans, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, yada, 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 whatever. I don't want to hear it. At the end of the day, KD, you need to step up for Brooklyn, for the Brooklyn Nets, and say, I'm that man. I'm the best player in the world. I can be that dude. The Brooklyn Nets need to win a championship, and I can provide them a championship. If you can do that, all of us will shut up. But till you do do that, and you don't have Jason Tatum locking you down, till so you don't have Jason Tatum uh, passing by you like a ghost and scoring a spinning layup behind on on, on Kyrie Irving. To win the game in game one. And do other marvelous marvelous things. And if it ain't Tatum, it's Jalen Brown. Until y'all able to stop that and stop the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, from getting in your grill. There will be nothing, absolutely nothing accomplished for the Brooklyn Nets. Except getting getting, uh, eliminated early in these NBA playoffs. Nothing else, people. Nothing else. Enough said. So right now I don't have the Bucks. I have Suns advancing, by by just an inch, by an inch. We'll see next week how I feel, but uh, they're right there. I don't see the Bucks advancing. I'm sorry. I've seen a lot from the Bulls. I've only seen a lot from one person, and that's Giannis, Drew Holiday, Middleton haven't showed up. And now that Middleton is going to miss the re- the remainder of the first first round, it's going. I don't see the Bucks. Uh, I don't see the, the Milwaukee Bucks advancing to the second round. I just don't see it. Um NFL, people. NFL. Oof actually got some news before starting this that uh Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony, ladies and gentlemen. The uh <sighs> the Eagle uh, the Eagles wow. The Giants wide receiver that uh that got drafted by them last year. Wow. They they already got him on a trade block. I think it's a huge mistake. I think it is. But, you know, maybe it's maybe it's just not working out, you know. Nothing. You know, not a lot of things work out for a lot of people, you know. But I think he's a hell of a talent. i I seen somebody put yeah, Rager and some change for uh, for Tony. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't, like I said, I don't think it's a smart move. But, hey, you know. If they think that's that's what's best, you know, um, then so be it. So be it. Um, the Steelers re-signed Terrell Edmonds to a one-year deal. Another safety is off the board. So with that, that means Steelers are out of the Tyron Matthew chase. As Eagles are clearly clearly looking for safety, and hopefully that safety is Tyron Matthew. Cause uh, I'm out of I'm out of words. I'm out of answers, people. I don't I don't know what the, what the hell to say anymore. Like, no lie, guys. I'm being as real as I can with you guys right now. I, I don't know what the Philadelphia Eagles... Sorry. Yeah, the Philadelphia... <laughs> I don't know what the Philadelphia Eagles are going to do. I know they're not going to draft a safety from Notre Dame. He's going to go up too high. Um, my best pick, my best thing is, I think Eagles either are, tar- are targeting for number six or eight spot in the draft... Where they can draft Ahmed Gardner, I think. I think Ahmed is going to be a Philadelphia Eagle. I think the Eagles are going to trade one of their draft picks to go up for him. Maybe at one, you know, uh, one of the first round picks, go up to between six or eight. Maybe add a player in there. Maybe one or two more draft picks and go get Ahmed Gardner and and a wide receiver. Um, But I, I just don't know. I don't know, um, the Bucks also restructured Brady's deal, free up $9 million, um, and Earl Thomas, at, after, uh, two years out of the NFL, he is seeking a return, so we shall see what happens there, but, um, yeah, I, you know, my big thing, I, I want, I want Tyrone Matthew on the Eagles, you know, I stopped pitching my idea on Twitter then, Um uh, <laughs> and, uh, I kind of, I, I kind of just stopped looking at my phone every five minutes, you know. Whatever happens, happens. I think, like I said, I think he Eagles are gonna wait till after the draft to see how much money they have and stuff like that. Same thing with the Saints. Um, I think those are two, like the two guys that are right there, the two teams that are right there for Tyron. I think it's either, I think it's either Philly, Philly for him, for them. Um, I have to say it's either Philly or New Orleans. Yeah, I think I think that that's uh, that's what it would have to be, because I just I don't see it being anything or anyone else. I just don't, you know. Um, and it it sucks and it's gonna be hard, but we'll we shall see. We shall see. Cause like I said, I don't I don't know what could happen, like, now Giants are trying to trade Kadarius Tony. Eagles are hearing calls for uh, Jalen Rager, um, which I think, I think is a great thing, uh, <laughs> um, there's a lot, there's been a lot of news, you know, Debo Samuel, he's, he wants to get traded, um, which is, uh, which is huge, it's huge um AJ Brown um cuz there a report came out earlier this week that AJ Brown, Debo, Samuel want a new contract. They're they're they're, they're not going to play if they don't get new contracts. You know, and and um so with that being said when when um how do I I want to put this in the right context? I guess, I guess Niners offered Debo a contract, and he he didn't he didn't want it. He didn't take it. He he rejected it, and then his him and his team say uh, had said, well, we want to get traded, and um, so that's that's where we're at right now. Debo Samuel wants to be traded. Supposedly Jets, Lions, Packers are involved in the sweepstakes. I'd have to imagine a lot of other teams are if if i'm if i'm the philadelphia eagles i'm making a call i'm i'm making that call ladies and gentlemen i have to i have to say all right how much you want how much do you want for for debo and if it's way too much then yeah you got to say uh i sorry i can't do it I mean, I don't think you know. He's a, he's a tremendous player. He says now he wants to be a uh, a real wide receiver. He doesn't want to do the hybrid thing and all that. You know, so it's it's just it's it's complicated in a way, right? So it's 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 very 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 complicated. So when when we're seeing all these things and we're seeing how everything is starting to play out and all that. You you just have to kind of ask, in a way, and, and just say, is it enough? Is this enough? You know, obviously, Eagles need another wide receiver, but they need some, they 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 need a fit. Um, they kind of need reinforcements at the the D-line. The they need linebackers, they need cornerbacks, they need safeties, you know, especially on that defense. They need a lot of help on that defense. So, I don't know if they're willing to give up most of the draft capital for a wide receiver. I don't know. I, uh, you know, um, but hey, if, if if we end up with an AJ Brown or a DB, Debo Samuel, that's fucking great. And I mean, you're not only you can, you don't have to only add a draft pick. In, in reality, you could add Jalen Rager in one of those packages. You really can. So, it'd be interesting. But I don't think the Eagles are in that that way right now i think they're more of the mindset of let's draft these young guys let's develop them we don't have to pay them right now and we're good you know that's what free agency is for right that's what they've been doing at free agency they haven't been doing crazy moves except for the hassan reddick deal but i think the next one would have to be tyrant Tyrone matthew um You know, so, I just, I, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't, it would be great, as, as an Eagles fan, it would be great, but I just, I, I would expect them to make a call, and then they'll be like, mm, nah, it ain't worth it, we'll, we'll draft a young wide receiver, you know, I, I think I think that's where they're at. You know, um I think that I think that's where they're at where everything. Um, you know, I think also, you know, the best bet the best thing is to, you know, develop around Jalen Hurts. I know I bring up his week every week, you guys are probably tired. But it's the best thing, you know, yes he has had more weapons than fucking Carson Wentz. But they're not there yet. I think they obviously need a number two wide receiver. I think Quez Watkins is a very good, and Zach Pascal. they're a very good uh, number three wide receiver. Jalen Rager was supposed to be that number two. Devontae Smith is that number one. He is that number one. But um, Jalen Rager was supposed to be that number two the past two seasons. He's been with Eagles since getting drafted. He has not shown that one bit. Um, yes, he's made some pretty good catches, but you know, he's missed a lot of them, too, so I, I think, I think drafting a guy, another wide receiver, and giving us that, you know, that, that guy, right, in in a way, would be great, you know, um, I just, I don't know, I don't know, I, I would draft a wide receiver, you know, um, Debo's gonna be expensive. We're gonna lose draft capital, and we're gonna lose a lot of money. And then we have to think about it. Uh, we have to think about it like this: if we get, if we trade for Debo Samuel and pay him on the spot, we're most likely not gonna be able to get Tyran Matthew or anybody else. You know, so we do have to think about it in that way. But hey, if the, like I said, you go go for it, I wouldn't be mad at it. Um You know, I think I, I did see a I, I I did see a um they I guess they were doing like mock drafts and one was with not mock drafts, like mock trades. And one was Eagles to Panthers. Eagles gave up. Andre Dillard, which I forgot he's with the Eagles. And I think they needed they need to trade him this year. I think it'll be the best thing to do. He's not needed with the Eagles. Um <sighs> And then, and then I think, I think they, I think they put like the 15th pick and maybe they put like one or two more picks on there. But it was like, it was real good. It was real good. Like I, I liked it. Um. But yeah, um, I just, I don't, I don't know people. Well, we'll have to wait and see maybe at least, you know. When it comes to you know draft picks, like if you're just swapping draft picks, we're probably going to have to wait till i'm gonna say draft night when that's where like I just make been making my mock drafts, but I really haven't been putting like my all into them. The final one is with trades included in everything you know that that's the big one. So that's, that's the plan. That's the plan for next week's, you know, officially final episode before vacation. I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to hit him with the, I'm going to hit you guys with a, with a huge mock draft. Um, uh, I was just checking Jalen Hurts' contract. His contract ends in 2023. So for next, not this year coming up, not this season coming up, but next year when, uh, you know, his contract. His contract will be up. It'll officially be, you know, um, officially his last season in 2023. It'll be interesting to see, you know, like, do Eagles resign him or do the Eagles resign him or do they, uh, you know, do they, do they just, uh, go, go, go for it all, right? They re-sign him to not a. I would say a Carson Wentz type of contract. Maybe you know a little con. You know, not a huge quarterback contract because I don't think he would have deserved it yet. But maybe you sign him, maybe a two three years extension. See if he gives you a little bit more then, and then you could sign him to that big contract, depending what he has done in that time. If he's the quarterback of the Eagles' future, right? Because you know, who knows where we're at by the end of next year. I mean, he has the physical ability, you know. He throws the ball very good. I just think he just need, you know, he needs to continue to be able to read the defense and and I think like I said, whether they draft or they trade for a guy, I think I think the Eagles will in a way, right? In a way be able to make Jalen Hurts 10 times better. I think the Jalen Hurts you've seen was more like of a rookie quarterback, right? Um, We always, everybody always says it. This was really his first year in the league, just because last year he only played like four games or whatever. Um, This was really his, like, his first year in the league. And um, next year he's just going to get, and he's going to continue to get better. If he's a true franchise, very good quarterback in this game, He's just going to continue to progress and progress and progress. You see, we've seen what Carson was. He progressed to MVP level in just two years. And then he dramatically fell. He's probably top 20, top 25. No, I would say top 25, top 30 quarterbacks in this league. And that's being nice. Um, Which also, before the season starts, I want to do a quarterback rankings of all quarterbacks on each roster. At least the ones that, you know, are going to start or have potential of starting this upcoming season. So, like I said, I told you guys, on vacation, I'm be preparing a lot of things. A lot of things. So, I can't wait to talk to you about. Uh, it's going to be very fun and very exciting. Um, but, like I said, man, I think my thing is cornerback and wide receiver in the first round. I think I think we would, we'll be on our way to win the draft, people. But, it depends what corner. Like I said, if they draft up and they go get a Hamid Gardner, I think that's a huge steal for them. I really do. I think, I don't think, you know, if if Gardner is able to get out of the top five, like let's say Panthers are on the clock, at number six, I think Eagles have to make that call and go trade up. But, if, you know, if he's out at the third, fourth, fifth pick, then, yeah, maybe we still trade up, but we, we, we don't get the guy we really wanted, you know, but like I said, if he's there at 6, 7, 8, or 8, Eagles got to make that call and say, hey, what do you want? I'll give it to you for this guy. I'll give you a, a left tackle, a wide receiver, a first-round pick. That means Andre Dillard, uh, Jalen Rager, and the 15th pick. Will you take it? And maybe we'll add one for next year. Maybe a second-round pick from ne- for next year as well. What do you? And the, they probably would say, yeah. They would say, yeah. Um, now, with that being said, J.J. I think a side is converting from wide receiver to tight end. I think the Eagles talk to them say, hey, you're probably most likely not going to make the, the roster as a wide receiver this year or even as special teams. How about you convert to tight end? You'd be a backup to Dallas Goddard. You're a very good run blocker and pass blocker. We could use you. and um, And you can also play on special teams. And uh, I think that's that's where he got it from. So I, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see what we see, what we see, excuse me, from J.J. or whiteside as a tight end this upcoming season. Um, like I said, I'm, my my big things coming into is the draft. What are we what are we doing before the draft? What are we doing during the draft? And what is yet to be done after the draft? And then I'm looking at OTAs. I'm looking at training camp. Looking ahead of you know the Hall of Fame game preseason who you know how the Eagles look in preseason games, you know I I don't get worried to win the losses I want to see the, how the players play, and then I look at um, the before the regular season my my goal is how will Jalen Hurts progress as a quarterback in this league, will he be better than he was, the four games, the four games taken over for Carson Wentz. His first four full season as a quarterback leading the Eagles to the playoffs, which really the run game led to the playoffs and and can he can he continue success and will he be able to lead actually lead the Eagles to the playoffs him not the run game and then I have to look at how is has the defense has the defense progressed in any way or have they regressed? And why? And then I have to look at the O-line, the tight ends, right? The the special teams, I have to look at all that. Put the punter. Last year, the punter started off good mid-season. Mid-season and end, end of the season, he just regressed in a way. Just like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts looked pretty good in a lot of games. But a lot of games in towards the end of the season, he really did not look very good. And that was very concerning to me. So that's another thing I'm looking I wanna see steady. I wanna see progress at a steady rate from our quarterback, Jalen Hurts. I don't wanna see okay, steady, steady, steady. Oh, we're 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 falling down the mountain. No. Maybe some of it had to do with injuries. Maybe maybe it had to do with doubts. Who knows? But um but you know, I don't I don't think we see none of that from Jalen Hurts this upcoming season. I think Jalen Hurts I think he's gonna have a very good season. I think it's gonna be more of a quarterback season. You know, I believe it was uh, it was either um, Howie Roseman or Nick Sirianni said they want to they want to definitely pass more. I mean, we we've seen it this past season, beginning of season they were passing, 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 couldn't get it done. So they said, all right, well we got to run this fucking ball. So I think they're they're gonna they're gonna try to mix it up a bit. They're gonna try to mix it up a bit as long as they do it the right way and continue to have success. I think it, I I think because here's the thing, Jeffrey Lurie likes. You know, the owner and how the game is set up today. It's all about passing. So I think as long as Jalen Hurts can show, he can pass and read defenses. I keep continuing this. I'm, I'm like a preacher. I keep continuing to get it through people's heads. As long as he can read defenses, he can pass the ball accurately, which I've heard he's been working on and he's doing very good on. And and just you know not making mistakes. That Giants game showed what kind of mistakes he can make in the NFL. When you know it kind of looked like Carson Wentz in that game. <laughs> as long as he can you know play elite quarterback level, he is going to be perfectly fine. And I think he he can definitely have 25 or more pass touchdowns if he just does that. The Eagles are giving him the giving him those weapons this year there should be no excuses this upcoming year. Last year was, you know, well, you know, they had the, they had the weapons but at the same time they did it. This year, there sh- there shouldn't be no excuses, but we'll see after the draft. We'll see how the draft goes. All right. Um <laughs> but uh ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the podcast. Um oh my goodness, I only got two maybe two, maybe three more shows to go. Before uh, I go on vacation. The draft one is gonna be very special. Not gonna have no guest, but uh, you know I'm gonna have a mock draft. We're gonna talk about everything going on. Um so it's gonna be it's gonna be very, very good and very, very exciting. I can't wait to do that with you guys. Um hold up on one second. The Hawks and Heat game has been delayed 30 minutes at State Farm Arena security is investigating a suspicious package found outside of the arena. Okay, so, Whew. so hopefully all, all is well there, hopefully it ain't nothing uh, too serious, right, in a way, uh, nobody ever wants to, you know, go through that, so hopefully, hopefully the game starts and everything's all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the chosen one, the father, the son, the husband, Three, two. One the podcaster, thank you guys, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I will see you guys next week. This is the one, the only, the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. And I will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Almost forgot, ladies and gentlemen. Almost forgot. A schedule, this NFL schedule, is set to be announced. Um, I have it right here. May 12th. That's right. May 12th, the schedule will be released. So um, um Thursday, May 12th at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. All schedules will be released. Can't wait. To come back from vacation, talk to you about that last announcement. Enjoy the podcast. Love you guys.